Hello and welcome. Thank you for listening. My name is Renee Sills. I'm a consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and host of the Embodied Astrology podcast. Embodied Astrology is a multidimensional learning space where we explore the many ways that astrology manifests through our lives and in our world, and we play with the synthesis and application of astrology with other modalities, including those in the realms of art, healing, and activism. If you enjoy what you hear, please support this work by sharing our podcasts and horoscopes with your friends and networks, making a one-time donation, or signing up for one of our memberships, and make sure to follow and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platforms. You can also follow us on Instagram, at Embodied Astrology. Hello, Gemini. Welcome to Gemini season. Happy birthday to you, Gemini suns. Happy new solar year to your other Gemini placements. Here we are. It's time for Gemini. Well, <laughs> I'm feeling your chart and it's like, I have this balloon kind of feeling or it's this, this sense of like standing in front of a huge closet just full of stuff that's behind me or something. It's like, I, I'm speechless actually as, <laughs> as I'm tuning in with your chart because it just feels like there's a lot that is kind of going on, but in a lot of ways underneath the surface for you. And this has been happening since Taurus season. Um, and the feeling is that there's just like so much changing that kind of all you can do is be as present with it as you possibly can. And you really need to be present because if you're not, then the risk is mental derangement because that's a risk for anybody with their Gemini placements. You know, Gemini is related with the mind and with the nature of mind actually to become deranged and the mind becomes deranged by losing track of reality and spinning out into stories and getting caught in like weird loops and perspectives. You know, you know that vibe. You've been there before. Um, maybe you're there a little bit right now. I don't know. But there is this feeling of like there's so much happening that you just have to be present with it. And if you're not being present with it, that it's it's like it's so present with you that it's going to come out in some way. And you don't want it to come out in unconscious ways. Or you, or you do, but you want to give them an outlet, like a creative outlet or something. I'm going to talk more about that in a second. Um, but so the first 10 days of Gemini season, my sense is, is that things are starting to click for you around what all has been changing. Because you've been in a space of just a lot of deep change. And again, it's like, you're changing internally, but also things are happening to you that you have no control over. None. Since 2018, things are happening to you. Zero control. Wow, your whole life is different. Okay, adjust, you know, and then it's like, okay, I'm adjusting. But then you're totally changing because you have to. So you're just, you're in this metamorphosis kind of. And it feels like, it feels like you're, in this place as we move into Gemini season where you're you have this idea and you're like oh it could be like this 
This isn't a totally brand new idea. It's an idea that's been emerging now, maybe for the last couple of months. But it's like something is like, oh, it could be like this. Like there's a quickening of energy. And for some of you, this might be a fear of the future. Okay. Oh, it could, oh no, it could be like this. So I really want to encourage you again to just be as present as you possibly can and not, it's like you, you can't go into the theoretical. You can't go into the propositional right now. You have to just be with what is, and you have to make choices that are the best choices you can possibly make in any given moment. And the, the best choices that you can make in any given moment are the choices that you make when you're truly listening to your heart and when you have slowed down long enough to connect with your heart and body. And it's this body place that is essential because for Gemini, it's very hard to be in the body. Even the Geminis out there who are like body people. I have a bunch of Gemini in my chart. I've literally been involved with somatic work almost my whole life. And it's really hard for me to be in my body a lot. We live in a totally disembodied society. You know, we live in a world that does its best to rip us from our bodies and to like rip our bodies away from each other and from the earth's body. And it's like, just be a computer, you know, like be a machine is what society tells human beings to do. And many of us comply, you know, because we have to, because on some level you have to disembody to survive. Anyway, all that to say, actually, you have to embody to survive and thrive. And there is this feeling in your chart right now of um, that recognition. It's like, oh, you have to disembody to survive or you have had to because that's what the world does to people. But you can also choose to heal and you can choose to embody and you can choose to be in your heart. And that's healing right? That's healing for the memories and the parts of you and the parts of, you know, the people who were involved in the disembodiment. That's healing for everybody. And it's certainly healing for you in the future. And so there's this feeling as we move into Gemini season of like sensing that, oh, it could be like that. But just stay with what is. Stay with what is and really be in your heart. This is a period of time also when there's a lot of inward expansion. And I would say that through the full moon, you know, into the middle of June, like we, like the 10th or 11th of June, it's not, you're just not ready to talk about certain things. It's like you feel certain things. You're not ready to talk about it. And you're not even ready to talk about it to yourself because you just need to feel it. But during this time, there's also this incredible access that you have to your spirit and to your guides and to your guardians and to the, the great mystery, the great is. And it is really, really um, an amazing time for you to, to be tuning in with the wordless, right? The, the numinous and the liminal and take a break, you know, just take a break. If you are, if you're like, wow, there's a lot happening there, but it's like too much. And I don't know if I want to talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Just go be somewhere. And I would say that 
this is especially true in the first 10 days of Gemini season is that nature and quiet and body and beauty and art and music and anything that's sensory and and pleasuring for your body is great for you. Just please do that and try and really pay attention to it, like enjoy it and just don't be in your head about things. If you got a bunch of stuff on your mind, because it feels like a lot, it's like a lot of you are like, you're like, I want to do this thing and do that thing. And you're like, want to get active. And you got all these ideas, you know, let's go in this new direction. And it's like, just at least for the first 10 days of Gemini season, take a Gemini birthday vacation, Gemini season break. What does that look like for a Gemini? <laughs> like, that's a joke, right? Like, what happens when a Gemini takes a break? They do a gazillion things. Okay, so just like be in your flow of you being Gemini, but try not to like do things for, you know, when you're like, I got to do this thing. Like, just be like, oh, Renee said, eat a popsicle. Like, just, just be sensory. Like, be in the moment. Be in the present moment as much as you can. Now, when we get into June... you have more clarity and your feelings start to make sense in a different kind of way. Now, at the beginning of June, there's a full moon. This is a full moon in Sagittarius and it's your opposite sign. And often when there's an illumination, the opposite sign, there are relational issues that come up. And certainly in the charts, it looks like communication might be a theme around this full moon. And there's a potential for communication with people around this time that either informs or confuses a sense of future direction. And I want to say that confusion is its own information, right? And information can sometimes be confusing because it's like, wow, we communicated about something. Now there's this information. What do I want to do with it? So there's this kind of vibe around the full moon. And I want to say that you're, you're still processing a lot internally but it feels like something happens around that full moon that clarifies something for you. And then between the full moon and the new moon, we have a new moon on June 17th in your sign, you're in this kind of space of being like, this is how I feel. You're in a space of being compelled. You're in a space of uh, having some consciousness, I think, around desire. That's what it feels like to me. It feels like you want, it's like Venus is going into Leo on June 5th. And it feels like this is a moment, it's coming after the full moon, after a whole bunch of stuff is going on in your 12th house in Taurus. It's like this is this moment where it feels like something lands for you consciously and you're like, that way, that's the direction. And I don't know what the direction is about. It could be about you, it could be about a project, it could be about a person, it could be about a whole bunch of things, but it's like, that's the way. And then you're feeling this, you're feeling this, you're feeling this, and then we get to like June 10th or 11th. We get to June 10th or 11th and it's like, that's the way, but what needs to be done in order to get there? So there's this kind of interesting thing that's happening where it feels like a forward movement and a backward movement are coinciding. 
And there's this sense of like some layers that, that need to be addressed. And in your chart, these layers have to do with um, stuff that's not always enjoyable. I want to be honest here. It's like layers of your own psychology might be getting in the way. Okay, so there's there is some kind of feeling as we get into like the middle of June where you're you're conscious of um, an internal blockage potentially or like mm, an unknowing or a sense of energetic blockage or maybe a trust issue with somebody. There's like a psychological situation. It's a vibe maybe or it could be very real stuff where it's like actually, you know, we need to talk about. Um, money before we buy our plane tickets, you know, and like, le like every time we talk about money, it's a fucking issue because it's hard to talk about money. This is totally an example, right? It might not be what your situation is, but then, then you have to have the conversation about money and you really want to go take the trip, but it's like, you have to have the conversation about money. And that conversation is going to take a while, maybe even months. And so something starts to happen where I would say that until the end of next year of 2024, there's a little bit of this sense of back and forth where you have this feeling that to me, I think is, it's clear, but it's not formed yet. So it's more of an impression than like a, a goal at this point. It's like a sensation. We don't quite know what it's going to be, but you have a sense of like, that's the way. But then there's this process that needs to happen in order for that way to get opened up and for you to have what you need to be sustainable and um, to clarify that this is actually the way because there's a kind of foundational issue maybe that's coming up around this time. It's like, is this actually the way? Are you going to have what you need? Are you going to have what you want? Um, maybe you're moving in this way from this like old pattern and you don't want to do that old pattern anymore. And you're like, ah, I have to slow down. I have to take some time. I have to go within. I have to feel things out. So I don't know what it is for you, but something is kind of emerging around that. But the new moon on June 17th is a new moon that feels like it actually does continue to clarify for you. Like this is the way. And it clarifies most um, brilliantly and effectively the more tuned in you are with your spiritual self, like with your guides, with your guardians, with your deep listening. And so this is also why it's so important for you right now to be tuning in and really trying to listen to your heart and really trying to listen to your spirit and really listening to the wisdom of your body. It's so important for you right now to not get caught up in the loops of your mind because your mind wants to take you into the stories that it already knows. And new stories want to happen. And there might be something coming up for you where you realize that there is a story that still needs to be attended to or a story is just there and it's like, okay, well, it needs to be attended to. It might not be a realization. It might just pull you right in and then you got to attend with it. But there's something that's kind of coming up um, that... It just needs your engagement. It just needs your willingness and your engagement. And this is a new moon that it brings a question for me around who are you and who do you want to be and who do you want to be in the world and what are you crafting out of your life? What are you making for yourself? 
And important questions are coming up around this Gemini new moon for you. And these questions feel like they require time and they require sensitivity and attunement and awareness. They require some kind of spiritual collaboration. They require prayer. They require a distillation and refinement of your own intention so that you know that what you're working towards is what you want to be working towards. It's so important for you to be listening to your heart right now. It's so important for you to be taking your time. I also want to say it's really, really, really important for you to be noticing how fear plays into your decision making. And there is a particular kind of acute sensation in the Gemini charts right now throughout Taurus season, but I'm going to say for the next year, that has to do with precarity. And it has to do with the proximity of loss. What could be lost? What could be destabilized? That's a, that's a place for you where it feels like there are some potential roadblocks and, and things that need to be felt and processed, traumas that need to get worked out, held and cared for, learning and growth that wants to happen and a kind of generosity with yourself so that you can process anything that's there that needs to be processed, but also so that you can, I don't know what the word is, but it, you know, it's this feeling of stop and be present. You know, look at how many clouds there are in the sky. Look at how many blades of grass. Look at this beautiful flower. Smell this beautiful smell. There's so much abundance right now. Things are always changing. Everybody is going to die. You know it. Right? And so this precarity of loss just kind of like needs to be there. But it is a period of time in which I feel like your fear can really influence you. And especially around resources, especially around material resources, your fear can really influence you. And it can cause derangement in your mind. And it can cause unskillful actions as well. And so I want to invite you to get close to those kinds of anxieties or fears if they're present for you and really spend some time with them and try and process with them. Pay attention to how, you know, you can meditate on this. Just recall a circumstance where you were influenced by scarcity thinking. and What did that do to your actions and your reactions and your behaviors and your choices? I'm not saying that there's not intense scarcity in the world or that there isn't the intense proximity of suffering or maybe it's like everywhere around you. There's still the sky and there's still the way that you can work with your mind, right? When I was like, yeah, the thing with Gemini is mental derangement. The, um, Ayurvedic people talk about it as like a vata imbalance, an air imbalance in the body. When the body isn't, when the mind isn't grounded in the body, and when the body isn't connected in the relational realm, then we get our minds going crazy, going nuts, telling us stories, like making us miserable. And so I, I can't emphasize this enough in Gemini season, how important it feels that you practice bringing your mind into relationship with your heart, with your body, with your spirit, and with what is 
invisible and bigger than you. However you want to tune in, but tune in somehow, like be impressed by the fact that air exists. Science, I think, is an amazing place to get impressed about stuff. Like go to the science museum and be like, what? Nothing exists? What? Who made that? Wow. Like bring some awe into your mind. This is the feeling of awe is is really what you need right now. And even as I say that and I'm like, ah, it's like relax your jaw as you say it. Feel it in your whole body. Ah, like this kind of release. And there's this sensation in your chart right now of Gemini, you're so smart, your mind is so strong, but your mind is not what's going to get you through this time most effectively. Your heart and your spirit need to lead you right now. They need to guide you right now. And beginning in June and until the beginning of November, you're in a process around how to really listen to your heart, I think. What is your heart really saying? So what will help you with that? Well, I have an idea. Every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific time, I offer a somatic space on Zoom where we work with visualization, guided meditation, and both gentle and experimental movement in our bodies um, to kind of just be with what might be coming up astrologically that week. So this is my interpretation. And if you feel resonant with my horoscopes, then I think you might enjoy this space. It's a little weird. Um, it's not an exercise class. You have to be willing to just go within. But these processes and practices are very revealing, at least for me. I find great benefit in them. And I feel that every week having a time to tune in with the felt sense of the upcoming week's aspects and lunar cycles um, helps prepare me for them. And it helps remind me of how I want to move in my own energy and how I want to activate in certain parts of my chart. And you don't need to know your astrology really well. Um, the more that you know, the more you can apply what we do, but you can come with zero astrology knowledge and just willingness to kind of play around and experiment. That could be very, very helpful for some of you right now to get out of your heads and into your bodies and really to listen to your body, mind, uh, heart, mind, spirit, mind, um, th that is so strong and that really wants to be heard right now. This is a place where we do that and where you could receive somebody else giving you a container for it, which is always really helpful for me. I'm like, please give me a container. Tell me what to visualize. Tell me what to do. And then I can have an experience. So I want to do that for you. You can check that out. Those uh, sessions are by donation. They're drop-in. You can also become a member and then you can sustain me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Gemini, I also want to say that this is a period of time which a lot of you, I think, are feeling really affected by the world, some of you more consciously than others. But if you are a Gemini who is concerned about the state of the world, and if you are a Gemini who is working towards justice and equity, and you want to think about the relationship between astrology and land and climate and food justice, on May 19th, Ramon Gabrieloff Parish is offering a workshop with Embodied Astrology that I'm really excited about. Ramon, first of all, is an amazing astrologer and does a lot of work with generational and collective astrology. And he is going to help ground us in the astrology of the moment and activate our charts so that we can um, activate in the world around land, climate, and food justice, environmental justice. 
Ramona's been a climate and food justice educator and activist for many, many years. He and his partner, Michelle, uh, are the founders of Once in Future Green, a kind of consulting strategic organization that helps people figure out how to implement new systems. And in this very special workshop, he's going to help us figure out how to do that in our lives. Um, this is this melding, right, of spirit and action that feels like it really wants to happen in your chart right now. So if that pinged anything for you, I hope you come. And then the last thing that I will tell you is that on June 18th, the day after the Gemini new moon, Janata Petrus, who is not a Gemini, but she does have a Gemini midheaven, I think Mars in Gemini, I think Mercury maybe in Gemini, lots of Gemini in her chart. Um, is leading a workshop uh, around artistic alchemy. And over the course of 2023, Janata is working with all the mutable seasons, Gemini is a mutable sign, um, to feel into their artistic, creative support and potentials. So this is a timeless kind of astrology space. We're not necessarily working with current astrology. We're working with Gemini placements in our own charts and Gemini energy that is you know all about it, curious and associative and really genius and good with words and interested in ideas and puts things together. Um, and we're going to be uplifting and celebrating Gemini energy and application to our creativity. So you can bring any kind of creative project or process into that space and receive Janata's yummy, like amazing facilitation and her prompts and her music. And it's a really good time. So I hope to see you there. You can find more information on everything at embodiedastrology.com in the workshops or the learn section. You can also find your 2023 year ahead reading there if you want more on what's happening for you this year, because there's a lot happening. You are metamorphosizing. Is that the word? I don't know. Um, but, but there's a lot of kind of a new feeling of power, this new feeling of potential, like, oh, that's the thing that's coming through in 2023. So if you want to hear more about that, check out your 2023 year ahead reading. That's a two hour reading just for you. All right, Gemini, I am wishing you all the best in Gemini season and beyond. Bye for now. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on and our podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. In our memberships, we also offer a variety of transformational, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, weekly embodied astrology movement and meditation classes, a monthly conversation and tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and follow us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.